Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Think Business. I'm excited today to have Peter Sathopoulos uh, with Bennett Thrasher on to talk about the state of the film entertainment industry in Georgia. Peter, welcome. Hey, thank you. So glad to uh, be joining you. So you have a really interesting background in my mind. You're, you're kind of a combination uh, tax accountant and lawyer, which I know sometimes, you know, they, it's kind of the right brain and left brain kind of thing, and they, they uh, fight each other a little bit, but uh, you've kind of you've managed to cross that divide. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are. Sure. I'm, I'm kind of guaranteed to bore people at parties from both spectrums there. So that, that's my goal. Now, um, you know, I started out my career, actually, um, I, I've, I've gone back and forth between the legal platform and the accounting platforms my entire career. Uh, I started out with the Georgia Department of Revenue and uh, was a tax policy attorney with them and worked on credits and incentives matters and uh, worked on a lot of the regulations uh, that deal with things like the job tax credit, manufacturing, investment tax credit, child care credit, R&D credit, et cetera. And then I went to work for uh, Big Four. I was with PricewaterhouseCoopers for about eight years. And then uh, I was in the law firm world. I, I worked for Morris Manning and Martin and was a partner with a firm called McGuire Woods. And uh, now I'm uh, head up the entertainment practice at uh, Bennett Thrasher. Awesome. And you were pretty involved in, in the initial setup of all the tax, the film tax credits, film entertainment tax credits. Yeah, so I was lucky to be in the right place at the right time. Uh, back in 2008, when Georgia was first looking at passing the current version of the super successful film tax credit, uh, I happened to be doing some work for a studio here in Atlanta that had a West Coast motion picture studio affiliate. And they were kind enough to plug me into the West Coast affiliate who plugged me into the Motion Picture Association and the member studio. So I kind of went from zero to 100 and uh, was helping um, you know, draft portions of this legislation representing you know, their interests. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but this, this uh, legislation ended up becoming transformative for the Georgia entertainment industry. Absolutely. And that's a good segue to kind of kick off our conversation about the state of the film inter entertainment industry. So what what's, in your opinion, what's been the overall impact of, of this uh, on business in Georgia, the economy, schools, um, you know, that kind of thing? What have you seen? Sure. I, you know, I just for, I may be biased because I work in this industry, but I, I think it's just been an overwhelming success. Uh, back in 2008, when Georgia first passed its uh, expanded film tax credit, I think the overall investment in uh, motion picture industry and television combined was around $200 million. And then uh, there was an AJC story recently um, and picked up by a couple other outlets that we had a record setting year. Uh, this last year, direct expenditures uh, by the entertainment industry exceeded $4 billion. So just an amazing ramp. And, you know, for every production uh, that comes here, um, there are you know, ancillary spends obviously with vendors in Georgia. So that's everything from big box stores to plumbers to uh, caterers to, um, you know, their ancillary effects on uh, property tax values, right? When a show locates here, uh, it can reinvigorate entire towns. You know, I think the, the biggest example is The Walking Dead and, uh, you know, the, the town they located that show in. There are tourism benefits, you know, there, there, there's worldwide tourism to uh, Georgia now because of the multiple filming sites that are recognizable from all the productions and TV shows that are filmed here. And then finally, there are human capital uh, flows. So 
Georgia has uh, master's in fine arts programs now uh, at University of Georgia. We have the Cre Creative Media Institute um, at Georgia State. We've got uh, Kennesaw has a state has a, a great entertainment program. Obviously, we have um, the SCAD down in Savannah. So that's drawing thousands upon thousands of students and young people uh, in the creative industries to Georgia, not just film and television, but in VR, AR, digital gaming, esports, uh, et cetera. So uh, uh, the confluence of all those is just positioning Georgia to just be a powerhouse into the 21st century with, you know, with content creation. Well, that's an interesting point you made because I think everybody talks about with the film entertainment tax credits, they think about obviously the film side of things and the Avengers being here and Walking Dead being here and those kind of things. But um, the gaming industry and the animation side of things, those seem to be kind of gaining momentum here and we're becoming a big town for those as well, right? Absolutely. Georgia is becoming uh, an international hub for uh, digital gaming and esports. We have, you know, uh, a giant label here. Um, high res and uh, they have uh, several professional teams and uh, players come in from around the world to compete. Um, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but there are intercollegiate esports tournaments, including Pantherland, which is hosted, it's a uh, Panther LAN hosted by Georgia State, which is an intercollegiate uh, e-gaming tournament. Um, so yeah, it's not just uh, film and television. It's, uh, as you said, it's the post-production industry, it's the animation industry, it's VFX, it's uh, gamers, it's uh, casters, it's athletes, et cetera. Gotcha, awesome. Well, I know we've talked, there's been some changes to the law in the last uh, year or so at HB 1037, I think it is. Um, okay. What what call, What is that, um, kind of what, caused it and what do you think the impact is going to be? Sure. So, you know, every successful entertainment program uh, goes through adjustments, mid-course adjustments. And, uh, you know, Georgia's program, having been around since 2008 uh, in its current, you know, form largely, uh, you know, was up for a mid-course adjustment. So um, back as part of the 2019 legislative session, uh, the Georgia Department of Audits performed an audit of the program and came up with several recommendations to tighten accounting controls around the film tax credit program, especially given its success and magnitude. And so uh, amongst those recommendations was tightening up the definition of, of, of what's a qualifying Georgia vendor, which now requires uh, productions to verify that vendors have you know, valid Georgia sales tax numbers, so sales tax is properly collected, and that vendors have uh, Georgia proper uh, local business licenses and are registered to collect those. Uh, and also implemented a new mandatory audit program. So now uh, all productions in order to receive a film tax credit will have to go through a mandatory audit, which can be performed either by the Georgia Department of Revenue or by an, uh, an outside auditor approved by the Georgia Department of Revenue to perform such audits. And, Bennett Thrasher is one of those uh, approved uh, audit firms. So that's a, a big part of my practice. Awesome. Uh, so I, I remember I was involved in tax credit distribution for a little bit um, and the qualified expenditure was always the key. And, and there wasn't a whole lot of risk associated with that. It was pretty easily defined, but, but I think as you said, as things have grown, they've gotten more focus on the sales tax issue and having being a local provider and those kind of things. Is that kind of stuff that's driving it? Yeah, unfortunately, every 
the film tax credit program seems simple on the surface. You know, it's all pre-production, production, and post-production expenditures qualify for the credit without any distinction of, you know, above the line, below the line. Uh, unfortunately, though, the devil's always in the details, and it's just impossible for any law or set of regulations to encompass every possible uh, expenditure. So, you know, I, I spend a lot of my time consulting with companies as to the granularity of, you know, what exactly counts. And, and COVID actually threw a giant, um, you know, curveball to everybody because um, because of the pandemic. Um, many people may not be aware of this, but Georgia was one of the first jurisdictions to open up for film and television production internationally, led by Tyler Perry Studios, uh, who created uh, something called Camp Quarantine and uh, created a lot of safety measures, um, which led to Georgia experiencing, you know, a massive uh, advantage over other film location destinations. But those resulted in uh, the, the the safety measures that had to be put in place to allow Georgia to reopen uh, resulted in an average increase in budget sizes of 25 to 30%. And there was no authority uh, as to whether those were qualifying expenses and for how long and which ones were. So uh, I've spent a lot of my time over the last year kind of working those things out with uh, state uh, policymakers. And is there any kind of general guidance that you guys have come up with? I know you and I talked to a, a client of ours that uh, provides you know, kind of COVID testing and services for entertainment companies. And um, so where did all that come out to? Is there any better general guidance now? So I think it came out to a pretty good place. Um, after extensive discussions with the industry, including the provision of detailed information as to exactly what the safety measures entail and the related costs, the Georgia Department of Revenue put out a frequently asked questions bulletin on their website. Um, you know, earlier this year, which really laid out, uh, basically it was, it was fairly uh, expansive and laid out that uh, any COVID related measure that is required by federal, state or local uh, provisions, including, you know, union requirements um, was generally deemed to be a, uh, a qualified expenditure. Now, that being said, recently the Department of Revenue a few days ago put out uh, an updated FAQ which clarified that given that Georgia has now lifted all emergency measures and then there, there are no longer any uh, business restrictions that um, for any production that uh, hadn't already incurred uh, principal photography expenditures prior to August 1st, going forward, uh, productions will not be able to claim COVID expenses as qualified uh, production expenses for purposes of the film credit. But as I said, productions that had already started prior to August 1st will be grandfathered. Gotcha. Well, it's interesting, you know, because now the CDC has changed a little bit of their guidance. <laughs> so uh, you, know what, you wonder if it'll get back to the Department of Revenue and they may have to adjust it again. They likely will. I think they recognize that, uh, you know, the current Delta variant and other variants are uh, constantly evolving, uh, as are the union agreements between the uh, unions and uh, the, the studios. So I think it likely, th this guidance will be revisited. And because it was issued as an FAQ, they, they have significant flexibility to issue new guidance. Gotcha. And then I, I think lastly, I wanna talk about, okay, we got the law, we got those changes in the law, but um, 
What's the impact of that on the marketplace for the buyers of the tax credit? Obviously, the studios, you've talked about that, and, and they have to get their audits to deem qualified expenditures and those kind of things. What does that have? What happens on the buyer side? What's the impact there? Yeah, so one thing about the buyer side that's great, people don't think about this, but you know, uh, the film tax credit program creates basically a risk-free product for buyers of film tax credits to save money on their Georgia taxes. So, you know, instead of cutting a check to the Georgia Department of Revenue for let's say $10,000, a taxpayer could cut a check to, you know, Motion Picture Studio for, um, you know, say $8,700 since the credits sell at a discount. And that difference is a tax saving that is effectively risk-free. And it's an extraordinary return on a risk-free asset given how low you know, yields are right now on other other assets like bonds and, 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 and similar securities. So it's really been a boon to the buyer community. Um, and the other thing is it's, it's great because it allows buyers to effectively participate in the creative process. You know, the buyers of these credits are effectively funding, uh, you know, 30% of the budget of these pictures. And it's, it's kind of an interesting public-private partnership. Um, because of the COVID restrictions, I think there is going to be a relative shortage of 2020 and 2021 credits compared to some other years. So I would recommend that buyers try to secure their credits as early as possible for 2021 versus waiting till the last minute, because I think securing 2021 credits may be difficult. So it seemed like the the risk-free nature that you talked about has been in place, but it sounds like that the law is tightening up um, that around the, to ensure that the expenses that make it through are qualified and there's no kind of clawback on, on that, correct? Yeah, that's right. So the, the new law basically now mandates that all productions be audited. Before the uh, HB 1037, it was really a voluntary thing. You know, uh, Productions could have their credits audited by the Department of Revenue, but it certainly wasn't required. Alternatively, many chose to have their credits audited by outside CPA firms. So there was, you know, possibly some recapture risk um, on CPA audits, although in practice that really didn't happen. Um, but yeah, under the new law, everything will be audited. Everything will be reviewed by the department, even when performed by outside auditors and will be, in all instances, risk-free uh, products for buyers. Excellent. Well, with that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap us up, but I want to give you a chance to um, kind of talk about what you do and what services you provide and how people can uh, reach you if they need uh, some help in this area. Yeah, I appreciate it. So uh, our practice, uh, the entertainment practice of Bennett Thrasher, primarily represents uh, motion picture studios, television companies, uh, cable companies, streaming platforms who come to Georgia to make productions as well as digital gaming companies. Um, and uh, uh, to a lesser extent, uh, esports athletes. Um, we provide uh, tax consulting services, especially around production incentives. Um, we provide uh, help in how to monetize incentives, um, how to transfer them. And you know, on the buy side, we obviously provide advice on you know, how to procure and buy these credits. Gotcha. And so how would people reach you? Oh, thank you. Uh, so uh, my contact information is peter.stathopoulos, um, S-T-A-T-H-O-P-O-U-L-O-S at btcpa.net. And my telephone number is 678-218-1396. Awesome. Well, thanks, Peter, for uh, joining us. This is this has been great. And I, and I know that obviously there's a lot of interest in this 
space, both on the on the supplier side and the buyer side. So um, I know you guys have been really busy uh, uh, during these past few months and probably past few years um, getting all this stuff taken care of. So thank you for uh, for being a guest here. Yeah, thank you, John. It was it was great. And uh, you know, on our next one, we need to catch up on what you're watching right now. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I could, I could definitely tell you that because in COVID, I watch a lot of stuff. <laughs> me too, me too. So um, anyway, um, that wraps up today's uh, Think Business episode. Uh, thank you for joining and listening in. And, and um, we hope you have a wonderful day. Um, if you have other questions, thoughts, comments, you can reach me at John Yeager, uh, john.yeager at btcpa.net. Um, and happy to answer those questions and look forward to future conversations. Everybody have a great day. Thank you.